Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Quality Podcast. We are now on episode two. I feel productive. Yes. Guys, I'm actually so excited to be back, and I hope that you're excited to have me back. Thank you. The highest quality podcast in the world, ladies and gentlemen. This is it. Yes. The most real, the most genuine, the most honest podcast in the world about a bunch of stuff. I have a watch that is beeping in the background. Thank you, dude. Why does that watch even beep? I think it beeps at noon every day, and I guess it is. Yep, it's noon. It's noon. Guys, I don't know where to start, but so much stuff has happened this week that I literally wrote down so many things that I wanted to talk about because uh, there's a lot going on on planet Earth that I feel like we're losing our damn minds. We're literally losing our damn minds. Um, This week was pretty good. I hope you guys are having an amazing Sunday. Um, I was very productive. I got a lot of stuff done. I feel great inside and outside. Not so much outside because I need to go back to the gym. Um, yeah, I don't really like looking at myself in the mirror right now because I am out of shape. I used to be in such good shape and now looking at myself in the mirror, I'm like, damn Christian, what did you do? What happened in the last five years? What did you eat? Your, your balls drop off? Huh? Yeah, I got to go back to the gym. I used to play a lot of sports, though, so that always like kept me in the greatest shape possible, but there's no excuse. There's a gym literally walking distance from my house, okay? <laughs> I can't even get up and walk to the gym. So let's start that. Let's start that tomorrow, shall we? Monday, a good day to, to start new things. Guys, did you, if you're watching on YouTube right now, or yeah, if you're listening on YouTube right now and you see the background, I have new podcast art, and it's me in a suit. You like it? If you guys haven't seen it, make sure you check it out. Uh, can't tell if this is a comedy regular podcast or if I'm going to be talking about business related things. So that's good to keep people on their toes. They're going to be like, wait, what is this? He's in a suit, so he must be talking about business. And they come in here and I'm like, what happened to my body? What happened to my body? I'm like, well, I don't know what podcast I just clicked on. Um, so I was driving the other day, um, as I usually do during days. And there was, um, you know, those birds, like those electric scooters that they have parked on, on the side of the road that there's an app. Is it a bird? Is it called a bird or just like these electric public scooters that basically anyone can go, um, and rent it. So if you have the app, you can go on the app and you can rent it. This is not spawns, no spawns, no paid. You can go on the app and rent these electric scooters. And why are they doing that? Like, this is probably the worst idea that I've ever seen. Um, Who can rent the electric scooters, you may ask? Literally anyone on the planet. It could be a baby. If a baby has an iPhone and access to the app store, they could rent an electric scooter. There's no qualifications for these things. People literally just rent them and ride them 50 miles an hour down the street. Um, So I was driving, and there was this girl. She was probably, like, in her mid, early mid-20s. She's driving this thing and she wipes out. First of all, when I was driving, I'm like, you know, she looks like she's going a little too fast. She was flying. I'm like, all right, maybe she's got experience. Maybe, you know, she's like a dirt biker or something, motocross. She knows how to handle these things. So I didn't think twice about it. I look back over. She starts to like speed wobble, like her handlebars are like going back and forth. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm about to witness somebody 
fall off of a, a freaking electric scooter that anyone can rent. Doesn't she fall? She wipes out. I'm talking like she, like she eats it. The, the front tire, I think, wobbled a little bit too much to where it snapped the handlebars and she flew like over this thing. The scooter slid down the street. She flew on the floor and like, I wanted to stop, but I was in, I was in like moving traffic. So I saw this happen and like my car kept going, but she stopped at like a standstill. So I was just like watching her as I was driving by. She wiped out. And then it made me like realize what are we, what are we doing with ourselves? It's a great business idea. I get it, but there's gotta be some sort of, you know, qualifications. You don't just put electric scooters that do 130 miles an hour on a sidewalk and say, hey, anyone can come and ride these guys. Have fun. Get yourself an electric scooter and just hit the roads. Nobody can get in a car and drive it. You can't go rent a car and just get in the car and start driving it. Like I, you know, have a lot of background in the, uh, the motor vehicle space. I grew up on like dirt bikes and, and motorized bikes and all that stuff. So I like understand them. And even me getting on one of those scooters, I'm like, you know, this could, this could go well, or this could go very not well. You just feel it when you're on it, right? Like you have the pressure of, you have to also abide by the law. So you have, when you're in traffic, you have to make sure that you're not cutting people off or you're not doing things you're not supposed to be doing on top of focusing on riding the scooter. Is everyone qualified to do that? No. No, definitely not. I literally saw a girl front flip. <laughs> I literally saw a girl front flip and land in almost in a lane. Okay? She could have got hit by a car. So how about we just throw a little a little like, you know, some sort of qualification on there that hey, you know, if you have a driver's license or if you have a motor like I don't know what it is. I don't I'm not I'm not the guy that's going to come up with what the qualification is, but to the guy who comes up with what the qualification is, come up with a qualification, okay? Something fit that will save society. Because these people on these electric scooters, I'm telling you, they're like, it's taken over. They, they have electric scooter gangs now. These guys are riding around, 10 of them at a time, flying through the streets, okay? We have to make sure that, um, that they're qualified. <laughs> To some degree. Flying. I'm talking flying. I also got my tea. Cheers to the people watching on YouTube. Guys, if you didn't know this already, I'm working on obviously getting the podcast on everything else. So if you're not um, subscribed on Spotify, you can. The podcast is on Spotify. It is also on Apple Podcasts. So you can subscribe on both of those. Um, I will also get it on SoundCloud. I will also get it on Google Podcasts. Um, but for right now, Spotify and Apple Podcasts, you just click on there, you subscribe. You leave a review, you say, damn. Damn, Christian is the hottest guy alive. And this is the greatest podcast ever. And that's it. You leave that review and, and we can move on with our lives. You know? And I'll be happy, finally. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, these electric scooters got to go. And I've, I've personally rented them a couple of times. And they're a lot of fun. And they're great if you just need to go to and from a certain place. You don't want to call an Uber. You don't want to drive. And you're willing to spend a couple of dollars to do it. They're great. But... We got to fix whatever the hell is going on with who can rent them. It's out of control. Um, where is my phone even? Where's my phone even? 
Great. It's all the way over there. Wait, that's not even my phone. That is something else. Here's my phone right behind me. God, are you, are you awake yet, Christian, or what? So, um, my phone was going off all morning. Um, to which I couldn't unlock my phone. My iPhone literally got locked on the home screen. Couldn't swipe. Couldn't maneuver around it. It was just, it was there. The phone, I could power on and off like this you know, powered on, but I couldn't unlock it for the life of me. Okay. I tried to reset it. So I held the, you know, the two buttons to reset the phone. It was uh, resetting. It powered off and then never powered back on. And then when I held the power button, still didn't power back on. And then when I plugged it into my wall, still didn't power back on. So do I get a new phone or what do I do at this point? Like, <laughs> If, if my phone is freezing on the lock screen and if I, you know, reset the phone and then try to power it back on and it doesn't work, this could be, you know, a serious issue, especially in a, in a, you know, a more real situation where I would need my phone and it's locked on the home screen. I'm like, damn it, hold on a sec. Um, what's, what's the troubleshoot? What's the troubleshoot? Someone tell me the troubleshoot. How do I troubleshoot this thing? The, the, the two buttons. Okay. And pow. Perfect. It's resetting. And it's not turning back on. It's not turning back on. It's not turning back on. What do we do now? We just give up? Cool. But the good news is it's working again now. It just didn't work for a solid two hours this morning. So do I get a, a new phone? Yes or no? Sounds like a me problem. I know, guys. I know. You guys are probably like, Christian, just sounds like it's a you problem. Not for us. Our phones work perfectly fine. Well, good for you. If your phone's working perfectly fine, good for you. I'm happy for you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so after I got my phone to work this morning, I'm getting calls. And here's the thing. This is just me personally. I think everyone should do it. If you don't recognize the number, don't answer it, right? You never know who it is. You don't know the purpose of the call, whatever. If they really want to get a hold of you and it's someone that definitely, definitely knows you and you know them, they'll text you. They'll be like, oh, hey, by the way, I just called you. Or, or yo, that was me that just called, just letting you know. Um, I don't answer phone num I don't answer phone calls of numbers that I don't know. So I got a phone call um, a few times from a few different numbers consistently this morning. And I answered them because I was like, you know what? I'm actually just curious who these people are because they call me all the damn time. So I answer the first one. I get on the phone and I'm like, Hello? You know, I tried to play it off just in case it's like my number got leaked or something. And maybe even then that voice, probably people would still be able to, to recognize it. But I was like, hello. Nobody said anything. Dead silent for like three seconds. And then I'm like, ah, uh, hello. And all of a sudden you hear this. Hi, my name's Joanne. If you're looking for a boop, hung up. Telemarketer. Sick, dude. Sick. There's a part of me that was a little excited too. You know, I'm like, maybe this is, you know, maybe there's um, someone I haven't talked to in a while and they're calling me to see how I'm doing or, you know, someone's calling me to tell me I won $4 billion. You know, I wanted to answer it. Then I get a call from another number. Okay. I get a call from another number and I'm like, all right, let me answer this one too. So I answer the number and this is what happens. I answer the phone again. Same thing. Hello. Nobody answers. Hello. And all, all I hear is this. 
hey, this is Rick from Sink Blink, Ding 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 Ding. And I'm like, I'm sorry, this is who? This is Rick from Sink Cleaning 405. Some bullshit name. I don't know what the fuck they named it. Yeah, this is the sink cleaning. Um, we were just wondering if you'd like to schedule an appointment, we can come in and uh, clean your sinks. We do air duct cleaning. We do all, and I'm thinking in my head, how the flog did you get my number? How am I on these auto call lists? Did I submit my number at some point in my life to something that I didn't know would end up to would end up at a sink cleaning company? Like, I, I don't ever give any of my information out, even my email. You know, when I go shopping and they're like, oh, uh, perfect. Your total will be 72, 75, 78, 73. Awesome. I can, uh, I'll pay with credit card. Perfect. Um, would you like to sign up real quick with your email and we can, you know, send you new? No, uh, no, no, nope, 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 nope. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Uh, you don't have to sign up with your email. Would you like to sign up with your phone number? Then at least we could, no. No, 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 Well, sir, it'll just take two. No. Are you sure you don't want to do it? It's really no. It's super easy. No. Okay. Well, then just swipe here and put your email on. No, 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 I'm not signing up because I know the second, the second that you put your email or your phone number into that little freaking machine. You're getting emails for the rest of your life. Hey, did you know we were having a 75% discount sale on all? Who wants to receive those every month? There's got to be literally only four people in the world that actually wants to receive those emails. I guarantee you 99% of the people don't want to receive that email. Nobody cares. When I go shopping, like you have to think about this too. When people go shopping, we go shopping on our own terms, you know? We go because we, we want to get new clothes for something. Maybe it's an event. Maybe it's literally nothing to do with anything. We just want to buy new clothes. I don't want to be reminded to buy more clothes after I just went to buy clothes. You know what I mean? Like I just spent money. I just bought clothes. Don't tell me that there's more clothes for me to buy. Like I will be there when I'm ready to buy more clothes. Well, did you know that all of our hats are 750% up? No. Our hats are free. All you have to do is come in. No. I will come in when I want to come in. Don't force me. Okay? Jeez. So I'm just curious as to how far back this went. You know what I mean? Like I think about like at what point did I accidentally put my number into something that led me to be inside of a sink cleaning company? You know, you know what I mean? Like what did I do? Who, what did I give my number to that would end up at sink, at a sink cleaning company? That blows my mind. I wish I would be able to track that to like see, you know, exactly what that, what I did that day and who I spoke to and where I put my number. Uh, yeah, my phone doesn't stop ringing. I got my tea here because I'm spilling the tea and that's the tea. Here's the tea. Mm, just burnt my entire mouth. Thanks. Oh God. So I don't know. How many of you guys heard this already or seen it? Uh, there was a fight at Disneyland. I guess we're just not safe anywhere anymore, huh? That's just, that just literally solidified the idea in my mind that you can't go anywhere and be completely, you can't be, not completely, but you can't go anywhere and feel safe. You know what I mean? 
If you guys didn't see this, okay, there was a fight at Disneyland, and there was a guy. You don't you don't even know what happened. Like I watched the clip. Like where's the clip? Let me pull the clip up. Fight at Disneyland. It it was literally the most absurd thing I'd ever watched. All right, so. Okay, so here we go. The the thing starts out with like. There's a guy. If you haven't seen it, you got to watch it. Just just to see like how ridiculous this is. There's a guy, okay, that um was clearly standing next to people that he knows because he's yelling at them about like a very specific topic. I think it was about his mom. Um and they're just in the middle. It's so funny because they're literally in the middle of Disneyland. It's like they're on stage. You know what I mean? Like they're literally performing right now. And all these all these regular people just standing around, you know, doing their thing. And there's in the middle, they're just literally a brawl. Um, so they're talking about something to do with their mom. He's not having it. He's really upset. Um, he starts smacking away. My man starts brawling. Okay. He was fighting like six girls at one point. Okay. First of all, don't ever put your hands on a girl ever in your life. Second of all, if I was there, I would have tackled this guy so so early on, the second I saw him swing at a girl, I would have I would have already been on top of this kid. Literally nobody else is doing anything. It's just crazy to see how many bystanders like kind of watch. They nobody stepped in until it escalated like to the point where he was literally beating the hell out of people. Like that's when people were like, "Oh crap, we should jump in now." It's like this thing started a long time ago. It could have finished a long time ago. So, he ends up you know, attacking this girl for some reason, this girl's guy that's standing next to her ends up jumping in. They end up getting into a, a little premature fist fight, which doesn't go anywhere. And he just still ends up fighting all these girls. Um, the, his mom who's in a wheelchair gets out of the wheelchair to try and stop the fight. And she ends up getting knocked over. It was a disaster. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't mean to laugh, but it was just a complete disaster. And it like looked like it didn't need to happen. It just looked like it, someone snapped and all this stuff happened. Uh, <laughs> the funniest, the funniest part about this is this is happening at Disneyland. You know what I mean? Like Disneyland. This is where you take your kids. You take your kids to go have like the day of their dreams. They get to meet Cinderella and walk around the park and go on rides. And there's literally a brawl happening at Disneyland. Like not the UFC, not MMA, not an MMA studio, not a bar, not a nightclub. No. It's world star fight breaks out at Disneyland. That's the. <laughs> like, if I like, I don't even know what to say. It's just we got to be better people. Okay. If you have like a serious family issue, like deal with that on family soil. You're on you're on the Disneyland property. And there's so many poor kids, like there's a little kid right here in like a little pink tutu, you know, she just wants to meet Minnie Mouse. There's a kid standing here with his dad, his hands are in his pocket. He has no idea what's going on. Disaster, complete disaster. We're just not safe anywhere. You can't even, you can't even take your kids to Disneyland anymore without having to shield them over a 17 person brawl. Just burnt my mouth again. Awesome. Yeah, like. I just think it's ridiculous. You, you, like, no one has to be this violent. Like, if you're this violent, you need help. We need to start, like, incorporating 
you know, many, many, many more organizations around uh, mental health that, you know, we can start to like incorporate lots of people and not have them feel like they have to spend, you know, a million dollars to get help. Like there's a lot of people that are mentally ill. Um, and when I say mentally ill, it doesn't have to necessarily be like, you know, a diagnosis, like you're mentally ill, you're ill. So you need to No. I think mental illness has to do with like a lot of things has to do with like conditioning has to do with your current situation, the people you're around family situations, your work life, like people can start to, um, go insane just from regular everyday things. And not that they can't come back from it, but they need help. You know what I mean? Like a lot of the stuff that's happening around the world is just people that have probably gone through too much in such a short period of time to where they like mentally can't handle it and they snap, you know? But if there was someone there for them, if they had a place to go to talk to people, if there was like literally, you know how they have Alcoholics Anonymous, obviously, like I just feel like I never hear anything about mental health. And I feel like we're constantly trying to promote it and we're trying to make a difference, but I don't ever hear of like programs. It's never like abrupt. The same way that like, you know, obviously like the ANA meetings became such a big thing where it's like, oh, okay, yeah. If you um, are struggling with alcohol, you can go and be a part of like, you know, the the ANA community. Um, we got to like fix this stuff, dude. If you're hitting women, like you have to think about, you know, where that person is at mentally. They're definitely not thinking straight. My man was punching girls. Like, what are you doing? Absolutely ridiculous. He has he has to be in a clearly a dark place that he was able to unleash. But anyway, Disneyland, guys, let's go to Disneyland. This is why, like, I barely go out anymore. I, like, stopped going out because it's not even just this. Not everyone's violent. There's just people that are, like, verbally violent, too, and, and like, ment- and, and mentally violent to where they, like, think that, um, 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 what was I going to say? I was going to word it a certain way and I completely forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, I was saying I don't go out anymore because I'm kind of tired of like this this community of people that um, think that they have all the answers and think that they know what they're doing all the time. It just never makes sense. And for me, like the best thing to do for anyone when you go out is mind your own business, have fun, do your thing, go to a restaurant, go to a club, go out, have fun, go with your friends, do this, but mind your own business. You know, you don't ever really have to go out of your way to do something so abrupt, like fight people at Disneyland. You know, it could be as far as that or as little as like going to nightclubs every night and being like, oh, yeah, oh, oh, I'm sitting over here and I've got our table has five bottles. It's like you guys are you guys need help. You know what I mean? Especially being in L.A., you like you like notice the saddest people just from going out you go out one time and you're like whoa this is this is bad (laughs) you know like people don't feel good about themselves unless they're like living their life a certain way this guy clearly didn't care about anything but yeah i literally just like mind my own business so much now to the point where like i just don't want to deal with anything outside of my life you know what i mean like i don't want to go to disneyland and have to see a brawl break out like I don't want to see that shit that's not like that's not in my my heart and in my like well-being to go out and like be a part of that stuff I don't want to be a part of it it doesn't benefit me in any way it doesn't benefit society in any way 
So it's like we have to start like, like I said, implementing new ways to help the people that are struggling. Because like I'm not giving up on these people. I don't give up on that guy that got into a fight at Disneyland. But, but damn, dude, like, you need help. And that's just that. And that's the tea. Let me go ahead and burn my mouth again. Yep, just burnt my mouth again. Third degree burns all over my mouth. I'm gonna go to the hospital right after this podcast. Um. So Los Angeles, like I said, my last podcast has been struggling with earthquakes. Thank God. Thank God that we haven't had anything bigger than a 7.1. 7.1 was the biggest earthquake that we had. Um, we did have a, a few smaller ones, which I felt now because I'm like my radar's on. I'm like, wait a second. Was that an earthquake? No. Okay. Wait a second, was that an earthquake? No. Okay. Wait a sec. No? Okay. Literally my my earthquake dar. I wanted to combine radar and earthquake. Radar radar radarquake? Earth dar? Earth adar? I don't know what I'm doing, dude. I can't combine words for shit. My earthquake radar has been going off like crazy. And I, f I literally felt a 4.6, I think it was, that we had yesterday morning. Like, so subtle. I'm like lying in bed. It's like 6 a.m. I was getting up early, you know, starting my day being really productive. And all of a sudden, like, I just felt this little. And I'm like, wait a second. Am I just really tired and I'm waking up and my body's like, you know, still shooketh? Or am I really feeling an earthquake? And I was feeling an earthquake later on that day. Ladies and gentlemen, this morning we suffered another 4.6 on the Richter scale. Some people may have felt it, maybe people more so towards the city, but it, we did hit another 4.6 on the Richter scale earthquake. And I'm like, well, I felt it. So I feel special. Yeah, I'm kind of like, I'm like, kind of like getting a little nervous because I've never felt so many earthquakes in such a little period of time where it's like, uh, maybe we should prepare for the end of the world because no, nowhere, nowhere on planet earth should you have seven earthquakes in three minutes. That means that something's going, going really badly, really badly. And I said in my last podcast too, that like made me think about it, made me laugh. It's like, you don't like, everything is fine. Everything is always fine. Uh, hold on one second. Uh, Come on, nah. You know when you have to burp and then it just doesn't go anywhere? Same. Just happened. I literally felt it right here and just went away. Anyway. Um, you literally don't believe in these things until they happen. We have life so perfect. We have life so perfect. People get to enjoy their lives, live their lives, no interruptions. Okay? The second that something starts to go wrong, it's like you realize like, well, I guess we're not in control at all. We're definitely not in control at all. Because you think you're in control of like every situation. You know, you think like, oh, yeah, I got this figured out already. I already know what to do. Oh, if we have a flash flood, duh, I'm just going to climb a mountain and the water will never touch me. And then a flash flood happens that's just as tall as the mountain. And then you're swimming for five years straight. Whoa, didn't think this through at all. And with earthquakes start happening, when I said, when I told you guys that I was standing on the street and things were shaking... I, I reevaluated my life. I was standing on the street and the street was moving. And I was like, uh, yeah. I reevaluate everything in my life. Earthquakes ain't no joke. 
I told you guys, seven to eight was like immense amounts of damage. We were at a 7.1. So people, please pray for me. Pray for your boy. Oh God. So is dating like a hard thing nowadays? Is dating like, uh, I guess it is based on some, uh, the amount of people that I talk to that are like, it's, you know, it's hard to find a partner. It's hard to find someone, you know? I'm like, really? I guess I just got lucky because I fell in love with my beautiful girlfriend in high school and just turns out that she's been my best friend ever since and we are so compatible and I love her more and more every single day, which is really weird, especially the more like I'm attached at the hip with her. I just fall in love with her every, every, every single day. All right, enough for this sappy cast. No more sappy cast. This isn't a sappy cast. This is a podcast. Um, but I guess it is like difficult now to find, um, to find somebody like a life partner. I guess dating is easy, right? Cause you could just go out and meet somebody and be like, Hey, you want to, you want to go kick it? You want to go bowling, dude? You go on a date. Cool. But it's like that compat the compatibility that people are looking for, you know, someone that like you immediately feel. Cause that's the thing is like when you meet that person, you immediately feel how well things could go, you know, you feel like you feel the connection immediately. Obviously there's some things that you need to, you know, you need to learn. And that comes with time. You know, Kristen just figured out I think, you know, we've been dating for almost 10 years. I think in the last two years, she figured out that I fart, you know, you figure those things out though. You figure those things out and you move on. You, you figure out that your, your partner farts and you're like, uh, gross, but let's continue the relationship. But, um, there's so many dating platforms. <laughs> this is such a, this is such a big discussion. This is literally an entire four weeks of podcasts on its own, but there's so many dating platforms that obviously give people the ability to find somebody online, meet them locally, and then go meet and have a good time and see what happens. Um, and I think this is beyond like, I think this is beyond the platform and beyond like dating. I think now it's become like a perversion. It's immediately become a perversion, you know, of like, Oh, I can go on Tinder and I could find a girl or a guy to hook up with one night just to do it, you know, or even become a regular thing where you're just on Tinder, literally every single, every single day trying to find a new guy or girl to, um, make the sexy time with. So it's like, are people struggling to find people or is just the majority of people like, you know, only in it for the, for the, for the sex. Cause that's kind of sad too, man. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. We're all by nature, um, sexual. It's in our blood. It's in our systems. Okay. Not everyone has as large of a, of a sex drive as other people, but you know, um, we, we have it in us, right? So at some point or another, you're going to, you know, those thoughts are going to cross your mind and you're going to be like, whoa, cool. Let's go on Tinder for 24 hours straight and see what happens. But I feel bad because I feel like now, and I've been paying, a, a, been paying very close attention, like not just LA because I'm from Canada, but when I'm in Canada, um, Canada or LA or literally anywhere else, 
I notice that people are just so um, aggressive about like the hookup. It's all about the hookup, right? Like nobody, like there's no chivalry anymore. It's all about the hookup. It's all about, um, was it better than last time? Is this the best ever? Can I get better? Like, that's really sad. And it bothers me a lot because it's like, this is the, this is the, the world that we live in. I don't, like as I said before, I don't want to live in this crap. Like, I don't want to be, I don't want to go to Disneyland and see a brawl. Okay. I don't want to hang out with people and them tell me about people that they've slept with. I don't want, I like, I, I think that we're like, I, we're moving so far away from the reality of things. Everything's becoming like such fabricated BS. Cause the thing about the thing about like hooking up, that stuff gets old really quick. And when I say really quick, that could be a timeline of five years, right? Like not really quick as in two minutes, but that's not sustainable. Like five years, five years goes by so faster than you think. And if you're like, screw it, this is how I'm going to live for the rest of my life. You spend the next five years going out and meeting guys or girls and you're just having the biggest hookup fest of your life. You're going to realize at some point how lonely you are because the only connection that you shared with people has been temporary. The only real connection. Because if you think about it, right? A guy engaging with a girl, girl engaging with a guy, guy engaging with a guy, girl engaging with a girl on an intimate level like that is the closest that you're going to get to be with somebody. You don't get that close having a conversation. You don't get that close having a hug. Like, you know, technically speaking, intimately speaking, that is like the intimacy that you can only feel during those moments. And that intimacy is like on the Richter scale of earthquakes, a 55.5. So if you're like, you know, If you're losing yourself that much, I think like you need to take a step back and and start to reconsider the decisions you're making. Because I'm telling you, that game of like just hooking up and and just being super active gets old, and get and you get very lonely very quickly. It also puts you like in a realm of people that like also don't care about that. So then you're not only within yourself are lonely, within the community you're lonely. Because I'm telling you the greatest thing is to find a partner and to get to invest your time and your efforts for the rest of your life into that person. Now, what I'm saying is you have to find that person because <laughs> I know that there's a lot of people that are going to like go out and be like, all right, I need to find the man or I need to find the woman and just start investing my life. No, don't do that because I see that go wrongly for a lot of people where like they get with the wrong person and they overinvest right? They get with like a toxic person, they overinvest. And then all of a sudden they're like so invested and so in love with this person. That's the wrong person for them and is like toxic. And then it's hard for them to get out of it. So obviously you have to be, you know, keep your wits about you and like make sure that the the people that you are, the person that you are going to be investing your time in is someone that you believe in your heart that you feel, uh, you believe in your heart that that person is worth the time. Um, so yeah, Tinder is a sex fest. Literally, I haven't heard of, I literally don't know anyone that's ever told me that they've met their partner on Tinder. I've never heard that ever. Maybe you guys have. I haven't. And I've a lot of people that are on Tinder. I know a lot of people that are actively on Tinder, either searching for party time or searching for lifetime. 
And I literally never heard anyone tell me. No one's ever said to me that they found someone. Yeah, the best thing is once you find that person, you get to invest the rest of your life with that person, you know? Because that's your partner. And you never have to search ever again. You know? Screw the searching. Nobody wants to search for that long. I don't want to be on a freaking wild goose chase for 50 years after I wasted 10 years of my life doing the dirty. You know? I'm not saying to not hook, I'm not say, like, here's the thing, I don't want people to be like, oh, Christian, your opinions are so one-sided, holy, no, I'm not saying to, I'm not saying to not ever hook up with people, because obviously, humans, we're explorers, and we need to experiment with people and things to be able to learn what's good, what's bad, and what we like, and what we don't like, so I'm not saying don't hook up with anyone, because people are going to be like, well, what if I want to be active, you can, you can, I'm just saying don't overdo it and, you know, don't make that be your freaking end game, you know, the end all be all. So yeah, I'm going to make a Tinder profile. (laughs) Jesus, dude. And there's so many too. There's so many. It's just, I feel like it has nothing to do with the platform and everything to do with the people. You could do like literally make the most, the most like literally the the most the most the most the most brilliant platform that you'd have to go through like background checks and all these things and interviews and this and that to be able to get on the platform right to be able to show that you're not one of these people and you still end up being one of those people (laughs) because like the person that wants what they want is going to end up finding a way to get what they want no matter what so uh (laughs) that's just that's just facts i think we just need to like start encouraging people you know to just be better because that's just what people need you need to be around good people to be good you can't live your life alone and uh experiment with yourself and then and then go out into the world and try and figure things out because that would mean that you only have a you only have a one-dimensional outlook on your life you know, whereas like if you hang out with people and you experiment, you hang out with different types of people, you do different things in your life, then you can like look at things and be like, oh, yeah, I kind of like this version of that better than that, you know? Yeah, I got to just start encouraging people, your friends, if you have friends that are being stupid, if you have family that's being stupid and... um being irrational with how they handle things like you got to talk to them be like hey man you know i think you're a great dude i love you to death i think maybe just what you're doing is going to end badly for you and anyone that wants to listen is going to listen and they'll make changes like that's just facts i've had so many conversations with people where i've told them exactly how it is in my opinion on how they're handling their situations and i see people turn around and start acting differently and apply certain things to their lives and things get better. Like things can get better. Okay. You don't have to be on Tinder for 24 hours a day. Um, area 51. I've been watching so many 
documentaries on extraterrestrial activities, okay? Because it's very interesting to me. I would love to discover more and more about it, learn more and more about it, actually p potentially participate scientifically to figure out any way possible that I could help out with any of these endeavors. Did I say that too fast? <laughs> dude, I'm obsessed with extraterrestrial. Anything extraterrestrial, I'm like, bring me on, dude. Let me work with you people because I would love to see all of this. Now, I'm not, you know... I'm not qualified, just like I'm not qualified to ride an electric bird in public and crash into four cars in five minutes, but I've been obsessed. There's a bunch of um, uh, great documentaries that I've been watching, um, Unacknowledged, which is the first one that I had ever saw, and then there's that new one with Lazar, uh, Bob, Bob Lazar, and Joe Rogan did a podcast about it too, which was kind of cool to see a little bit more in-depth, intimate um, co uh, conversation with Bob Lazar about these things. Um, and I've been obsessed, dude, obsessed. Um, so fun fact, let, let me just pull this up really quick. Cause this is the most ridiculous thing that I've ever heard in my life. Um, da -da -da, area 51. Um, sick dude. This is unbelievable. Wait till you guys, and I'm sure some of you guys have already heard this. Oh my god. Area 51 raid. Area 51 raid. Dude, there's a Facebook event. How has this Facebook event not been shut down? Where is literally anyone at Facebook? Is anyone working at Facebook? Dude, how has this event not been shut down? There is an event, okay? Area 50 to raid Area 51. Nearly 400,000 people have signed up for a Facebook event to storm Area 51 and see them aliens. Literally worded exactly like that. See them aliens. That just sounds like the person that would want to storm Area 51. I want to see them aliens. I want to see them aliens. I know you got them. I want to see them. See the aliens. If you've ever wondered whether we're alone in the galaxy, you're no space oddity. Over 379,000 people have signed onto a Facebook event pledging to raid Area 51 in southern Nevada in an effort to see them aliens. Uh, isn't there like better things that we should be doing? than uh, raiding Area 51. <laughs> like 379,000 people couldn't have signed a petition to, uh, to do something better than this. Think about that. That's a lot of people, dude. 379,000 people. 379,000 people clicked a button to say, I'm in. I want in. Area 51, say less, fam. I want in. To raid Area 51. How's that going to go? I'm kind of curious how that's going to go. You think they're going to make it? You think they're going to like literally get to Area 51? Or do you think they're all just going to get demolished by the security at Area 51? Because apparently, this is just goes back as far, you know, as, as time can go and back. Area 51 is one of the most aggressive 
places in terms of defense. They don't mess around there, especially if they're harboring such things. You think they're going to let any amount of people get in there? Their security is probably so... They probably have fences, invisible laser beam fences that will slice your body in half if you run at them. So we're about to see 379,000 people get turned into salami. Slice salami. They're all going to run and they're all going to get just chopped up by these invisible fences. Dude, how would this ever be a good idea to see them aliens? What if you ne what if you die in the process of trying to do that? Was it worth it? Could have done so many better things than than raid Area 51. An additional 396,000 respondents marked themselves as interested. Holy. We can move faster than their bullets. That's what this guy said. If we, Naruto, run, we can move faster than their bullets. Well, good luck to you, fam. Because uh, you can't even see a bullet. Can't even see it. I can see you running. Quite clearly, I'm going to just see you be like, going back and forth. You think, what do you think? They're going to be shooting? You think, like, like, this thing is ridiculous. You think that's the only thing that they're going to do if they see 379,000 people? You think they're just going to shoot? They're, like, they're not, oh, God. This is, this is like a threat. You know, 390,000, 396,000 people to rush Area 51. There's probably not even 10,000 people working at Area 51. Like, this is a huge threat. This is like going to war. They're probably preparing right now. They're probably like, get the stuff ready, guys. We're about to do this. Get the, get the freaking tanks. Get the, get the freaking helicopters ready. We're about to get rushed by 400,000 people. I don't even think, like... My tea is much more drinkable now. How many people are in the... How many people are in the U.S. military? Because that's what I'm curious about. Like... 1.4 million. Okay, geez. But but still. But still. That's like a third. It's like a third of the US military that wants to rush Area 51. Jesus. Like I don't even think they could get that many military militants together in time. <clears throat> and where do you even meet? Where do you even meet up with 400,000 people? You know like where's the pre-party? Where, where are you going to host 400,000 people to have the final, you know, the final speech? Because that has to happen. You're not going to do this all over Facebook because then you're blatantly going to just tell them exactly what you're doing. Like, okay, guys, we are going to all meet here Thursday at 3 p.m. And then we are going to separate into three different groups where we're going to have one attack from the rear, one attack from the left, and one attack from the flank. And then, after we get in there, we're going to band back together and chart. Like, no one's going to type that out. There's got to be a pre-party somewhere. And where are you planning to have a pre-party with 400,000 people? Where's this going to happen? In a backyard? Hello? On a soccer field? You probably can't even fit 20,000 people on a soccer field. You got you guys have to come up with a plan. Are you gonna like like what are you gonna do? Can you imagine three hundred and seventy-nine thousand people having a meeting somewhere? 
you would cover the entire you would you would cover an entire portion of a city you would just cover it with people there would just be a big block of people and one guy with the mic ladies and gentlemen i am here today to let all of you know that me the leader of the biggest raid in the u.s history to raid the area 51 headquarters it's going to start here ladies and gentlemen 390,000 people clapping. Can you imagine what that sounds like? We think we're having an, an eight on the Richter scale earthquake. And what we're going to do is we're going to meet up here, which we have already done. Thank you for 400,000 of you guys t for coming out here today. Let's start clapping again. We have another eight on the Richter scale earthquake. We're about to raid. Okay. This is it. These are our final hours and we're going to see them aliens. Who's with me? They clap again, the world explodes. Like, this is what's going to happen. I'm actually excited to see if this goes through for how ridiculous it is. I'm excited. Because if this actually, like, is executed over a Facebook event, you know how many people are going to make Facebook events for things? So many people are going to be like, well, if they could raid Area 51, then why can't we raid Best Buy? Why can't 50,000 of us band together and raid Best Buy and empty that store? Think about it. We'll have electronics forever. Our kids will have fun. Our houses will be covered in TVs. Every wall will have a TV on it. Why can't we do that? That's what I'm excited for. I'm excited to see what the next, if this actually happens or if this is somewhat executed, I'm excited to see what the next event is going to be. That's what I'm excited to see. What could get more more ridiculous than raiding Area 51? Like, what what would even be more ridiculous than that? 400,000 400, people signed a petition to... 400,000 people, 400, people signed a petition to locally raid a McDonald's. Locally raid and take over a McDonald's. They are planning to fully take over a McDonald's and own it. It's like, really? You need 400,000 people to do that? <laughs> 400,000 people signed a petition to... Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of like, what's the most ridiculous thing that 400,000 people could sign a petition to? That's funny. That'd be a funny video. Oh my God, dude. But yeah, I'm obsessed with extraterrestrials, so uh, I definitely wouldn't sign a petition to raid Area 51. But um, I'd watch more documentaries. That's cool, you know? Dude, there was also that freaking thing that happened over the airport not that long ago, a couple of times. That big beam of, if you look it up, type in like UFO Los Angeles, it'll come up. This big beam of purple with this object at the, at the front of it, right? It's a little object. And you see this big beam of purple around it. And on that object, it's omitting circles like this. Boom, boom, boom. Like just a force field around it, like a circle, like spreading, pulsing over it. It's literally on YouTube. You can look at this. They tried to tell us that it was a rocket. A rocket? You're trying to tell me that a rocket amidst a massive purple 
freaking beam that has to be at least 50 times, 100 times the size of the rocket. Like a hundred, I'm talking about, it's not like the, you know, a rocket and then you see like a stream of like, you know, the smoke and the fire and the flame from behind it. I'm talking about a beam all around it. Yeah, it's a rocket. Really? I don't know, lady, because I've seen a lot of rockets in my day. That doesn't look like a rocket. You can't look at that thing and not think that it's something extraterrestrial. You know what I mean? Like, no one looked at that and was like, yeah, that's a rocket. No, that just, <laughs> that just never happened. Yep, that, they're just testing a rocket. No, dude, like, watch that clip. Guys, if you haven't seen that clip, watch that clip. Insane. They're literally just like, like, at least just like, just don't lie about it. You know, I think it would make, I think it would be make more sense and also like keep people excited. If you were like, you know, Hey, we, uh, we had a little extraterrestrial action yesterday. I don't know if you guys looked up at the sky, but there was literally a UFO flying in our sky yesterday. Like that, you know, people wouldn't get mad about that. They'd be like, Oh, no way. Rather than lying, because then it's like you're trying to hide something, you know? Obviously, people don't like that. People don't like when people try to hide things. So they're just like, hey, why are you lying, dude? Why are you lying to us? I live here. I live in this big house of a country. You don't, you can just tell me. We got to be honest with each other, you know? Holy crap, guys. Yeah. Area 51 raid. That's going down. Um, jeez. Do you hear my cat? Did you guys just hear that? I literally can't. My cats, I don't know what, is, what happened in the last few months. They've been obsessed with me. Like literally, they they used to be very independent, do their own thing. They didn't care too much. Now they're just at my door all the time or at my leg anywhere. And I spend a lot of time with them too. So it's not like, the, you know, they're deprived of attention. Like I'm with them all day long. <coughs> oh my God, that's gross, dude. Please don't do that again on the podcast. Um, literally at my door, like they'll put their hands under my door and like try to unlock it somehow. Like they're <laughs> some secret agents. Like, let me just feel here. Let me see if I can feel a lock. Maybe I can pick a lock. They have both their hands underneath. They're just like going across the door. Like, hmm. seems pretty legit. I don't feel anything. Hey, Stewie, you want to come in here and try? My other cat comes in and starts trying. Hmm. Nope. Seems like it's fully barricaded. There's no way in. <laughs> They've literally been like. And I love the attention because that's what I wanted. You know, that's what I always wanted a pet. I want a pet that like relies on me. That's like, you know, always like, love me. Pick me up and love me. Um, but what's funny about cats or just animals in general is they're like kids. You know, like raising a kid, you see them go through phases. Like when I had my, when I first got my cats and they were literally babies, you see how much like, how much nurturing they need. You know, and they're like always with you and always cuddling with you and like want to be like at your hip. They, when you pick them up, they don't like, you know, they won't try and push away. Like they just like sit there and cuddle. And then as they get into their teenage years, they turn into little pricks. Literally. And then you're like, whoa, dude. All right. I'll give you a space. Like, dad, leave me alone, dude. Just back off a little bit. You're just all up in my space. And I'm like, I know, but just love me. Love me. And they're like, chill, dude. Just chill out, fam. And then now I feel like they're like, you know, in their later teens, early 20s. And now they want the love again. And that's like me with my parents. I was the same way. 
When I was a teenager, I was like, dude, get away from me. I, I wouldn't ever go to the mall with my parents because I'd be embarrassed if I ran into people and I was with my parents. I wouldn't let them drive me to parties. I would go with like friends or whatever. And now, like, I'll sp- I would love spending time with my parents. We can go anywhere. Tell me where you want to go. Let's do it. I'm down. You want to go to a house party together? Sick. Let's do it. What's more cool than bringing your parents to a house party? That's legendary. Legendary. So now I'm noticing that they're just being, you know, they're coming around again and they're starting to like want to be, you know, closer to me all the time, which is really cute. It's the cute. It's the cute. That's my impression. That's my impression of those girls. Oh my God, are you freaking kidding me? I'm so There's not many of them, but there's like that whiny aspect to the voice. I don't know where that happened. That's like, that's like another thing. It's like, it's just trendy to talk like that. Like, yeah, so like, I just don't agree with that. Hello, can we, can you talk normally? Can you just say like, hey, how you doing? Hey, how are you? Ah, like, dude. Me and my friend literally met, literally met, because we always like make that joke of like just the like obviously we blow way out of proportion like the overly whiny. But we met, we met this girl, I think it was in San Francisco. She was waiting outside for her Uber, and this is like the, literally the human version of the person that we created in our minds. She was outside. She was on her phone. She was like, "Hello, yeah, hello. Are you my Uber driver? Yeah." Yeah, I'm over here. Can you see me? I'm right here. And I was looking at her, I started dying laughing. I was like, oh my God, that's literally, that's like someone took the character out of my mind and created a human version of that person. Hello, are you here? Are you here or are you far away? No, I'm right here. Do you see? She was like waving her arms too, like, like as if like that's going to get the attention of a car that's literally four blocks away. Do you see me? I'm right here. I'm literally right here. I was crying. I was dying laughing. It was like, this like, it just sounds like you're whining. It just sounds like you're whining 24 hours a day. Miss, you just won $1.8 billion. How do you feel? Oh my God. I guess it's, yeah, it's so cool. I guess. Yeah, cool. I get. Yeah, where's the check? Where's the check? Do I not get a check? <laughs> You're just always complaining. Yeah. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna spend uh, some of this 1.8 billion dollars on? Um, I don't know. I guess and buy some things. Buy a car. You know. And get myself a car. Yeah. And get myself a. Yeah, I, I get myself some new clothes. Yeah. It's <laughs> always complaining. Your life has just changed for the better. You are now able to do literally anything. Oh my god. That's cool. <laughs> so sarcastic. Sounds so sarcastic. Holy crap. That's funny. Yeah, I've literally met, literally met that person in real life. And I was baffled. I was baffled. I didn't know what to say. I was in shock. I was like, 
This is my re- this is my my head. This is the, the reality that's that ha- these are the characters that are created in my head and literally happened in real life. And I was like, holy crap. I did that. I created that person. I am their father. She was older than me. I was like, that's I created you. You existed up here first before you said before you were on the phone with your Uber driver. <coughs> Joking on my teeth. I got too excited. I drank too much. Uh, ASMR. Who listens to that? <laughs> Who listens to ASMR? Literally, out of the 6 million people that watched this ASMR video, who are you? Can we just put them all together so I can see their faces so I can understand like who the people are that listen to it? Like, There's obviously the ones that like they're just interesting to watch. You know, like you wouldn't listen to this. Like, yes, this is my favorite. This is my favorite thing to listen to throughout my day. Like that's not, that's deaf. If that's in your mind, if you're in your mind, like, yeah, I listen to ASMR 24 hours a day. It's the best. You need help. You need, you need to go talk to somebody immediately. Cause dude, who who wants to be listening to a, a, a dude or a girl chewing for, for 30 minutes? Like, who wants to listen to that? Some of them are interesting because you see them, like, doing really weird things, and you're like, oh, I wonder how that sounds. I wonder how chewing deodorant sounds, right? There was, I can't remember who what the channel was. There was one girl that literally was just eating deodorant. Uh, <laughs> hello? Reevaluate your life. Reevaluate your, reevaluate your life immediately. Um, chewing deodorant, like, that's kind of interesting. Like, you kind of just want to see that happen just to see, like, a human literally bite into a deodorant stick because it's so ridiculous. So I get like that, how people that would get, you know, a bunch of views, but like for people that just do ASMR just to make sounds, I can do that at home. I can do that here. I can literally turn voice, voice memo on my phone and go like this. Like I can do that and then I could play that back and listen to it over and over again and that's ASMR. But there's people actually out there that like are professional ASMR makers. These people like post ASMR. Think about that too, man. Think about how easy it is to make an ASMR video. You could upload three times a day on YouTube. If you listen, if you make ASMR videos and you don't upload three times a day on YouTube, what are you doing? You literally just sit there and tap on things for 30 minutes and then you just straight up upload it to YouTube. It's the easiest thing to do. If you don't do that, you're lazy. Okay? If it if it takes you literally nothing and you have to tap do that, dude. You're just doing that. Upload 3 times a day. Upload three times a day or don't upload at all. Like, you could just crank out so much ASMR content. You could do ASMR with anything. You could take anything. You could take hard drive ASMR. Um, Like, you could literally do it with anything. You could literally do it with anything. 
You could have ASMR content for the rest of your life. Literally anything in this room is ASMR worthy. This computer, I could do ASMR. Keyboard ASMR, first one to do it. Who's gonna take it? Dude. Crazy. And these people are making millions of dollars doing ASMR, okay? Facts. Millions. Millions, dude. You wanna make $500,000 a month? Make ASMR videos, because that's literally what everyone is doing. Just making ASMR videos. I wanted to make an ASMR video as a joke. I think I should still do it. Like, I wanted to make the most ridiculous ASMR video. The most ridiculous. Like, so ridiculous that you're like, dude, how is this even a video? <laughs> like, ah, oh, I'm so down. And now I have this mic so I could actually probably do it, like, to, you know, the, the, the quality level. The quality, right? The highest quality, because we're it. The quality level of the people that are doing it. Because they use, obviously, like these really intimate microphones where you can just oh ladies and gentlemen welcome to the so i could do it let's do that let's make an asmr video you know just a little oh oh tapping scratching it's literally it. just someone scratching for 30 minutes straight just okay let me upload that to youtube five million dollars Sick. Oh, for the sweet Lord, baby Jesus. What is happening? Um, I noticed that YouTube's been putting more creators on their trending tab. That's cool, right? They've been putting um, some different creators on their trending tab. Um, you know? Um... Which I think is, you know, well-deserved. Hmm. Interesting. I haven't been on the trending tab literally ever because I just never see anything that's, like, worthy of watching. Um, but it looks like they're putting new people on there, so that's cool. I'm happy for the people that um, are being put on the trending tab. Because they deserve it, you know what I mean? They should be on the trending tab, too. Um... I spend way too much time watching videos on Instagram. That's the problem. Like YouTube's not really a problem for me in terms of watching videos. Instagram, I will go down the deepest rabbit hole. I could spend hours on Instagram watching videos. Like insane amounts. Insane amounts. Terrible. Terrible amounts of time. Sinful amounts of time watching just meme videos. This is one page that I really like too. You guys should follow it. Uh, I think they're great. Drunk people doing things. If you don't follow that account on Instagram already or mine at Christian, which is also one of the best accounts to follow on Instagram because high quality content. Drunk people doing things. So funny. It's literally just so many, so many videos of drunk people doing the most ridiculous things. Things you just didn't think were humanly possible to do. When you're drunk, you do them. So make sure you guys check out that account because I thought it, I've been binge watching their stuff. But yeah, guys, second podcast, who are the day ones? That's you guys. I saw all the comments of being like, I'm a day one. I love it. I love that you guys were commenting down below. Um, guys, don't forget, if you haven't already, you can subscribe to the podcast, uh, quality podcast on YouTube. I have the YouTube channel, so you can watch me live like this with my face. 
um, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Same thing, quality podcast. Um, make sure to leave a review. Make sure to subscribe to everything so you never miss a podcast. Um, and also, I think I've decided to do Sundays. I think I've decided to upload podcasts on Sundays. So every Sunday, you guys will get a new podcast from me, which is sick. But yeah, guys, thank you everybody for tuning in. I love you guys. Stay quality. Join the quality crew. Get ready for the merch. The merch is literally going to be insane. And I will see you guys in the next podcast.